Welcome back to Conspiracy Club. I'm Tom. I'm Emir. We've talked about many conspiracies that involve secret scientific technology or even alien abductions. But this week, we're going to go way back. About 435 years to the mysterious beginning to the United States. I'm down, you know. I couldn't go back there technically, but I am down to visit it in this format. You could go back if you had the chronovisor. Uh, no, I could not. Think about it this way: you're just, it's you're just, well, you're just witnessing it. You're like, it's like when you go in theater. Oh mode. yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But even then, they'll look through the TV and say, "Wait a minute, are you black?" <laughs> <laughs> they just can feel it. Yeah, they can just feel it. There's some black. Well, they wouldn't say black, but they'd say. I feel the need to be a racist right now. <laughs> yeah, they'd be like, "There's some eyes looking on us," and I'm just gonna say they're not white. <laughs> I tell you what, the uh, the whites are are in big trouble for this one. And I love when the whites are in trouble, man. So let's uh, let's begin on March twenty fifth, fifteen eighty four. Queen Elizabeth I grants Sir Walter Raleigh a charter for the colonization of North America. The two believe that this early effort to colonize North America would reap great benefits for them. The charter stated that Raleigh was to quote discover, search, find out and view such remote heathen and barbarous lands, countries, and territories to have, hold, occupy, and enjoy, end quote. In addition, the Queen's Charter stated that Raleigh was to establish a base from which they could launch privateers on raids against the Spanish, a glorified military base. Raleigh never visited North America himself, but the colonization efforts were carried out by his delegates Ralph Lane and Richard Grenville. Which is not to say that Raleigh was fearful of what awaited him, or was one to shy away from adventure necessarily, because he did lead expeditions in South America in search of El Dorado in the late 1500s and early 1600s. I, what I like about the old like 1800s to like 1500s and before that shit, they would search for shit that like some people would say it wasn't real. Yeah, like the City of Gold yeah. or like the Fountain of Youth and shit, yeah. I love that shit, dude. Like, searching for El Dorado. Like, you got to spend country money to search for something that just doesn't exist. Also, I, I think it's kind of a little bit, This I wrote this a little bit, Walter Raleigh does kind of go to North America a little bit, but generally he wasn't like there in the colonization efforts. Exactly, and this is when it was just Native Americans running around, you know? He was like, I'm not trying to start America. I'm trying to find some gold. I'm trying to get that bag. They would have that would have jump started the gold rush. That would have been insane. Yeah, several hundred well not several hundred, a couple hundred years early. Exactly. Imagine where the world would be now. Just outside of a month from being granted a charter for colonization, Raleigh sent out an expedition group led by Philip Amadis and Arthur Barlow to explore the eastern coast of North America. This group arrived in summer and quickly formed connections with the native Secatans and Croatans. Barlow would later return to England with two Croatans, Manteo and Wanchis, who outlined the politics and landscape of the region to Raleigh himself. Finding this information promising, Raleigh sent out a second expedition led by Sir Richard Grenville. This one would be the real deal. Why did he grab any Secatans or Secatans? I don't know. I guess. I guess. I think that they're the 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 Croatans are in are more so in the region that they wanted to settle. Oh, to take over. Yeah, not settle. Take over. Colonize. But, uh, yeah. 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 I, okay. I so he bought two of them back to like you know. Hey guys, I just want to learn about your people. I'm not going to take it over at all. I just want to know what's going on over there. It's especially interesting that he finds their their information promising, considering what you're going to find out happens later. <laughs> okay, I'm really interested because I I love when something happens to whites. So he's like, "Oh, tell me about the politics. What do you guys like? And what do you have yeah, for weapons? Like, oh, like, that's yeah. what you got. Okay, well, yeah, I'm definitely yeah. going to come now." He's like, "Tell me what's going on. Like, I'm trust me, I'm not going to take it over. I love your people." But would it know? be easy to? Yeah, like what hypothetically, if I did come through with like you know guns or something, like not saying I would, but would it be easy to take you guys over? Like hypothetically, if another country, like those dirty French, they came by and they wanted to take over, could they take over easily? 
<laughs> and they're, and they're like, well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, te- I mean, we have, we have weapons, but like, we don't have guns or anything. Oh, okay, okay. Well, thanks for letting me know. Hey, let's take these son of a bitches over. You know, <laughs> he just says it loud as shit too. He's like. Hey, Queen, we're going to take these bastards over. No, no, I'm not talking about you guys. But also, like, he probably could be like, I'm talking about you guys, because what what are they going to (laughs) do? He's like, I'm talking about you two in particular. No, he's like, no, I'm not talking about you guys. I'm talking about the Secretans. Why do you think I didn't bring them over? (laughs) I brought you two because I I like you guys. But they just rubbed me differently. That's why I didn't bring them here. I'm not racist because I got you guys here. We're friends, right? Yeah, no, you, hey, I have, hey. I have na- I have native friends. <laughs> I have native friends. I'm with you guys. Unfortunately, I don't think we ever find out what happens to those two uh those two uh people that he brought with them. You know he called him like he's like, Alright, red face, get out of here. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> like you know he said like you know he didn't give a fuck. It's actually like, interesting was- is that uh Riley was the one that originally pitched the idea for the Washington Redskins. <laughs> You serious? No. I was going to say, dude, because that would have been amazing. He was like, you know, you know, we didn't get into this game called football. They're, he probably was like, you know, they're, they're throwing a ball around and tackling each other. That would be a great sport uh, for us to play. He's probably like, I don't know what I want, but I'm thinking of this really good name for something. Let me know how, how it hits with you. Redskins. And all the whites are like, hell yeah. Hell yeah. I don't care what that is, but I want that to be definitely a multi-million dollar organization. He's like, and also, some guy in the room's like, what if we just call the team the Indians? And he's like, nah, that's just too on the nose. That's <laughs> too on the nose. We're going to save that. We're going to put a pin in that. And we're just going to do the Redskins first. <laughs> we're not animals here. We're not like them. <laughs> I think it's funny also that the uh, going back a little bit that the charter and that charter the queen explicitly said called the uh, the area heathen and barbarous lands. <laughs> They're like we're not doing anything heathenistic over here. Are there any white people around? No. <laughs> this All is right. just wrong. <laughs> All right, well, continuing with the story, we're about to get to... So we had the first expedition, uh, and we know that we definitely want to colonize here. Oh, we're yeah. all in. Yeah, we're bringing the Starbucks so now, in this bitch. We're going to launch the real expedition to start setting this colony up. Yeah, they're like, if you don't think a Starbucks is going to be on this fucking block, you are out of your mind. The fleet left England on April 9th, 1585, five ships strong. Tiger, Roebuck, Red Lion, Elizabeth, and Dorothy. A strong storm off the coast of Portugal would remove Tiger from the group and cut their number down to four. However, they had a plan. If they were to get separated, the captains would meet up in Puerto Rico, and Tiger, captained by Grenville himself, arrived ahead of the others on May 11th. While waiting, he began to establish ties to the resident Spanish. Some of it was maybe healthy, but he also attacked them and then built a fort. Elizabeth was the next to turn up in Puerto Rico shortly after completion of the fort. Growing impatient, Grenville abandoned this newly built fort and left with Elizabeth for their destination. Tiger struck a shoal and ruined most of its food on the way, but was able to repair and reunite with Roebuck and Dorothy in early July on the Outer Banks. Red Lion had reached the Outer Banks before those ships but decided to drop off its passengers and then go to Canada to go privateering. All right, two things. Thing one, look at these ships' names. Tiger, Roebuck, Red Lion, then Elizabeth and Dorothy. That's pretty wide range there. Two of these things are not like the others. And then, (laughs) other thing is, that is such like, that is such a the colonizer. This was the move. It was always like we show up, we become friends with the culture, learn if we could take this country over, and then we take over. Like, yeah, and and also just in case you don't know, privateering is like when you just sail over. It's basically being a pirate, except it's you're not a pirate. You're a part of the 
you're 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 civilized, so it's privateering. Yes, you're wise. Oh. Yeah. They just show up, and the my funniest my the funniest part of it to me is you were going to leave anyway, so there was no reason to attack. You just could have hung out, confused bored. The That's what I'm saying. He had to get. You could have just been friends with the locals and then left. But no, we're gonna attack. Build a fort. You could even probably build a fort without attacking. Like, now nah, we're gonna build a fort, take all this shit, and then leave. It is what it is. They're savages. I'm tired of waiting, man. I gotta attack them now. Yeah, it's like he's like as a white person, it's in my blood. He's like, I don't like people who aren't white having fun. Attack them and minding their own business. Minding That's their... kind of fucked up. Rose me the wrong way. He's like, that's where you guys fucked up. You shouldn't have mind your own business. And they're like, what? What? Yeah, I don't know. I, and then why? I wonder why he went off to Canada. Like why that uh, the uh, Red Lion went to Canada just to? They went up to New. It says specifically they went up to Newfoundland. So I don't know. Maybe there was some other stuff going on up there. Unsurprisingly, the natives and the colonizers did not get along. And maybe you saw this coming because of Grenville attacking immediately while in Puerto Rico. Or maybe you saw it coming because of the history of white people in America. During initial exploration of the mainland coast and native settlements, the colonizers accused natives in the village of Aquascagoke of stealing a silver cup. Can you guess what happened next? In retaliation for maybe stealing a single silver cup, the colonizers ransacked and burned the village down. Alright, I just want to start with just throwing this out here. Current white people, I don't have a problem with all of you, but old white people just suck, man. Yeah, they're like, like oh, you stole one silver cup from us? Um, let's ruin your fucking life and kill all your people. And how much do you want to bet? To be 100% honest, they probably had someone else take the cup. They probably just misplaced them. it. They got back to their ship yeah. later that day and they were like, oh, I, I found it. Honestly, I don't even think they lost a cup. They just were like, we need a reason to attack. This seems fair, right? Let's burn down their whole village and rob them for a cup. Because things were going so well, Grenville thought it would be best if he left Ralph Lane and the 107 remaining colonizers to establish a settlement at the north end of Roanoke Island, while he went to Europe to get more men and more supplies. He promised to return in April of 1586, which was six months away. As a white colonizer, the trip to Europe would and simply could not be a straight shot there and back with much needed men and supplies for the first colony. On the seventh day at sea, after a three-day battle, Grenville captured a rich Spanish galleon, the Santa Maria de San Vicente, which he took as a prize. The remaining group left for Roanoke on August 17, 1585, and built a fort on the island. The six-month time frame came and went, and there were no signs of Grenville. A few months later in June, the local Native Americans unsuccessfully attacked the fort, themselves trying to seek retribution for the previous incident. Things were not going great, and Sir Francis Drake, fresh off a successful raid in the Caribbean, stopped at the colony and picked up several colonists who wanted to throw in the towel. This group would be the ones to introduce England to the world of tobacco, maize, and potatoes. I'm happy about the tobacco one. Are you? I kind of feel like that's that they're like, oh fuck, tobacco, and then they that's like slavery and even more colonization. Yeah, but it leads to cancer for them. Uh yeah, I guess that's you gotta think that's about true. It. You gotta think about it. There's a cause and effect. You get tobacco. But you also get throat cancer. I was kind of shocked. I, I thought it was like corn and potatoes. I did not realize they were that American. Yeah. No, I no, I don't. Like, I never attribute. I portrayed. Okay. I never. I contribute potatoes to the Irish. Yeah, me too. Which is why I was shocked that they aren't even like native to Ireland. Yeah. And then like, I attribute like corn. I always attributed it corn or maize to like native americans grenville would eventually return to find the colony abandoned he left behind a small group of 15 men to maintain an english presence and protect raleigh's claim to the island but what had happened to the nearly 100 men and women 
had occupied Roanoke just months prior. You left 15 men. Like, come on, dude. You feel like that's not that's not going to work no, out for him, maintaining not, that presence with 15 not, men? Not just 15. And plus, like, fighting on a land that's not yours never works well. You know, land like that, like, you just, you know what the fuck is going to go on. Like, this is what happened to Germany when they went to Russia and tried to attack in World War II. Like, they didn't plan. Man, they're just not prepared. Yeah, they didn't plan for the winter. And then the winter came, and also they didn't plan for Ru- Russians to be like, we don't give a fuck about this country and burning everything down. So it's like, you just gotta, you, it never works out. And I don't know why he thought he could leave for that long and come back and everything would be okay. Like, I mean, well, first of all, he's like, oh my God, apparently they, they need supplies and more men. I'm going to go get it, but uh, I'm going to make a few detours along the way. Maybe come back, you know, I know I said six months, but maybe like a year, eight months, 10 months. Who's counting? I mean, they don't have a calendar there, do they? Who's counting when you're white? Yeah, you know, he's like, I don't really care. I'm Walter Raleigh. I'm a knight, so I can do whatever the I fuck I want. I want. If if I want, I can never come back. He was like, I can do all this stuff and still get a city named after me. I can still get the capital of Virginia named after me. Bitch. Actually, yeah, Raleigh is the capital of like what? Uh, that's Virginia, right? No, I thought it was North Carolina. Excuse me, but yeah, so that all happens. But this is not the uh, the end of the disappearances. Or the attempts to uh, to colonize this area. In 1587, Raleigh sent out a new group of 115 people to establish a colony on Chesapeake Bay. This group was led by John White, who was an artist as well as a friend of Raleigh's. He had been on the previous expedition to Roanoke and was appointed governor of this new colony. This new group was ordered to collect the small contingent of men left in Roanoke by Grenville a year before. But when they arrived on July 22, 1587, they found nothing except a single skeleton. Is John White the guy who was in Pocahontas? That's John Smith, which uh, do- he does come into the story, though. Well, first of all, John Smith is the one from the movie. And then, um, oh, excuse me. And then John, uh, what's the guy's name? John Rolfe? Leguizamo? Yes, John Leguizamo. Now, John Rolfe is the one that married her in real life. Okay. And he comes into Pocahontas 2, the movie. Anyways. I've never seen it, but okay. Uh, so he leaves a few people there, and then they leave, and when they come back, there's just a skeleton. Yeah, nobody knows what happened. Those 15 people are gone. The previous group of about 100, they're gone. That's two groups so far that have disappeared from Roanoke. Some somebody made a stew out of them motherfuckers. But they but they yeah, so they go they're like, Okay, we're gonna send out send you out, you're gonna colonize Chesapeake Bay. We're not going for Roanoke this time. But you gotta stop by Roanoke and pick up those people that I left there. When they get there, they don't find anything. Well, and you feel like that's two bad omens in a row, probably don't try to stay at Roanoke. Yeah, I would never go back. Like well, that that's not a, what happens. Not if I just find a single skeleton. What's the point of me going yeah, I, back? Unfortunately, they were not that smart because that's not what happened. Of course they're not. Master pilot Simon Fernandez refused to let these new colonists return to their ships to establish a colony elsewhere. He insisted the new colony be founded where the old one was. James White worked hard to reestablish relations with native tribes but he was obviously met with resistance from those who Ralph Lane had attacked previously. Tensions remained high, and shortly after these attempts, George Howe was killed by a Native American while searching for crabs by himself. Good, fuck him. He deserved it. So things are not getting better. James White may have had good intentions, but the damage had already been done. Dude, you gotta know your history. If If your group was shitty, why would we be fine with you? You know? Like, yeah. why would we treat mm-hmm. you good if you've treated us like shit every single time? Every time we trust you guys, you kill us. So what's the point? Like, what? Unfortunately, you would think the, the, the Europeans start out, they get there, they immediately attack, which means that the Native Americans are then mad and distrustful of Europeans because they've attacked them. And then that only means that they're, that they're going to be more hostile towards Europeans. 
who then are then going to become afraid of natives for attacking them. And it's just like a violent cycle set off by Europeans who want to attack and kill things and rob and ransack everything they have because they're entitled. Exactly. So it's like you got to do your do your research, man. You don't just show up when you know you're already hated at a place and just think you're going to run that shit. Like, no, I'm going to kill you when you get crabs, dude. You don't deserve crab legs, you dirty fuck. The colonists were afraid now, and they urged James White to return to England and ask for additional help, and White agreed to do so. But he told them that if anything happened to them, to carve a Maltese cross on a nearby tree, which would indicate that their absence was forced. He left behind 115 colonists, which included his granddaughter, Virginia Dare, the first English child born in the Americas. He set sail in late 1587, crossing the Atlantic at a time of year when it was dangerous to do so. Relief plans were quickly halted, first by the captain's refusal to return during winter, and then by an attack from the Spanish Armada and the ensuing Anglo-Spanish War that utilized every single ship and left White without a way back to Roanoke. It wouldn't be until spring of 1588 that White was able to acquire two small vessels and set sail for Roanoke. But again, this trek was thwarted when the captains of these ships tried to capture several Spanish ships on the outward bound voyage and found themselves being captured and having their cargo seized, forcing them to return to England empty handed. Why would you? First off, there's several wrong things. Uh, why would you leave your family there? I guess he believed that they really needed help that bad and he'd be able to get back fast enough. No. Also, shout out to the Spanish for, I mean, even though they've done fucked up shit too, a lot of it, but I love when they just, when two of them fight each other, like it's great to see. And I love, they fucking handed them a ass whooping twice, twice. We took, cause why would, first off, we beat your ass one time and then you come back and attack us. Like, we just did what you guys do. But this time, just go straight there. Stop stopping. And, like, it's just so stupid to stop. Like, I would look at it look at it like every single time we stop and we leave, we always never come back as soon as we were supposed to. I imagine James White is like, really, he's like, come on, my my daughter, my granddaughter, they're waiting for me. And they're like, yeah, but... We want to get that bag. The fact that he was just like, he looks at, he they look at James White and they're like, but like the Spanish attacked us, dude. We got to get revenge. We hate the Spanish. And he's like, but, but my, but my, they're like, fuck you, dude. We're getting the Spanish. And, and then, then they, they get captured. And then they get captured. And then he's like, are you serious? Well, you know, it's, it's all about effort. We get an A for effort, right? Exactly. He's like, I'll tell my dead family. Well. If I ever make it back. Hey, at least we, at least you're alive. Bitch. Yeah, unfortunately for James White, things only get worse for, uh, for him. And I'm, I'm gonna love every bit of it. Or, or fortunately, depending on which side of the story you want to be on. I'm on the right side of history. Because of this Anglo-Spanish war... White would not be able to mount another attempt at resupplying for three years. He was finally able to gain passage on a privateering expedition organized by none other than John Watts and Walter Raleigh. They agreed to stop at Roanoke on their way back after they were finished raiding the Spanish in the Caribbean. Over three years later, on August 18, 1590, the same day as his granddaughter's birthday, he returned to Roanoke and found it deserted. There was not a single trace of the 90 men, 17 women, and 11 children, and no signs pointed to a struggle or battle. The only clue left was the word Croatoan, carved into a post of the fence around the village, and the letters C-R-O carved into a nearby tree. All the houses and fortifications had been dismantled, suggesting that their departure had not been urgent. In addition, he found no carved Maltese cross. White took all this to mean that they had moved to Croatoan Island, but he was unable to conduct a search due to a massive storm forming, 
and his men refused to go any further, and then the following day, they returned to England. It took them three fucking years to get back. I would Yeah, and then they, and then they finally get there, there's nothing, and they're like, Croatoan, that could mean they're on Croatoan Island. Let's go there. And they're like, it's too stormy, and he's like, Okay, we'll go tomorrow. And they're like, nah, we're just gonna what go home. The f- if I was t- if I was James White, I'd be like killing. I would be fucking. Losing I'm gonna be my honest. Mind. If I was James White, I would have murdered uh, at least uh, Raleigh or one of them, and then took over. Yeah, Raleigh, the one who got the charter for this colonization stuff. He fucking dumps one group there, and then he leaves, and he's like, "Um, I'll get back." Comes back, there's nothing. He's like, "Oh shit, I'll leave another group here." And then he just fucks off, and then he's like, "Okay, I'll go see. Did I know my whole colony disappeared?" But I'll go check it out, but not after, not after I go do some privateering in the Caribbean. And then he's like, all right, we made it. It's empty. And he's like, oh, this could mean that they're somewhere else. And he's like, I got to go, dude. I'm not sticking around for and this I'm shit. Already, okay, I'm going to be honest with you. I kind of read a little bit forward. I'm just going to say, fuck, you, fuck them. Because that's, it's a waste of time. Everything you read after this is a waste of time. Because you went home. You stayed away for three years. Like, what the? F- of course they left. Like or died or whatever, they didn't have anything. Yeah, like the Croatoans were probably like, "You gotta go," or they. Well, see, that's the thing. The group of of uh, the tribe is called Croatans, but this word is Croatoan. There's a O and another O in there. white people don't care about what you're called, <laughs> especially back then. They were like, "Ah, Croatan doesn't. It just doesn't come off as easy as Croatoans. We're just gonna call you guys Croatoans." I okay. I believe so far what I would gather is, at some point they were able to broker like a little bit of peace, hopefully, and that's how they got out. And I think they just moved them peacefully. Well, we will get to those theories shortly, and you might be right. After murdering, I probably do think they murdered a good bit. They had to sit down and said, "Why are we killing each other for what those honkies did? We're the good ones." And he was like, "All right." Come on over. Or maybe if they're in such a dire situation, they'd be able to convince them that they really do need help and that they're with them because they want to survive. Yeah, that too. They could have felt bad and they were like, okay, we're, we're not as, we're not as much as us. We're not savages like you honkies. I mean, you, uh, crackers. Colonizers. I mean, yeah. I mean, you colonizers are, we're not as, we're not savages. So you will let you guys come stay with us. You have children. In women. <laughs> so Walter Raleigh has already, yeah, they do. They have some women. I think they had 17 women and then some children, so you don't really know what the breakdown there was. And what a sausage fest yeah, that is. 90 men, I think is what it said. That's a party I'm not going to. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Walter Raleigh has already made some bad decisions. He clearly does not give a single fuck about this colony no. or the people that he's brought there. And then he abandoned. wants to be a pirate. He wants to be a pirate on the He road. really does. He wants to kill and, and pillage. Yeah, literally. And find El Dorado, but doesn't really care about the people that he, this just charter that he's been granted. Yeah, no, he doesn't give a fuck. He's like, fuck them. And so it's really no surprise that 12 years went by before Raleigh finally made the decision to find out what had happened at Roanoke. In 1602, another expedition was underway. This one was slightly different though, as Raleigh sailed on his own ship and guaranteed the sailors wages so that they would not be distracted by privateering, which is apparently an irresistible urge people had at this time. This doesn't mean that Raleigh wasn't hoping to get that bag though. He planned on stopping to collect various plants or woods that he might be able to sell later. However, again, before they could dedicate their full attention to this mystery, Another storm swept in, and they were forced to return to England without making any progress. Raleigh never made any more attempts to investigate the lost colony, as he was tried for treason for his alleged role in a plot to remove King James I from the throne. Repeat, 12 fucking years went by. 12 years. Yeah, that's a lot of time, especially considering when they were left there, they were like, we need supplies. The kids that were there are damn near adults by this point. Well, they're adults for... 1800s or 1500s they're middle-aged <laughs> yeah they're middle-aged in 1600s 1602 they're probably in this year's time they'd be like 72 man the fact that he had to offer them 
a wage just for them to not do it, just for them not to just be assholes. Is yeah. And here's my I will pay you not to kill. I will literally pay you to not kill. Can you please not kill? Just, just not. Can we not fucking do it? <laughs> just God. And the other thing, right? Why? Okay. Every time that, why do they turn back after every storm? I don't know. They're like. It took us months to get here, but there's a big storm tonight, and mm, I just think we should head back three more months. Like, what the fuck, man? What's the point? Why? They turn back every time. They're like, they're like, all right, we're on our way. Woo. Sir, there's a storm. Oh, shit. All right, closed on shop. We're going back to Elizabeth. <laughs> like, it's like, what the fuck, man? And then also, if only it stormed when they were going to go you know, pillage those people. Maybe they would have turned around. Yeah. <laughs> but but nature was not on their side, I guess. No, see, I guess probably when they were going to go pillage, they are like, oh, it's storming. This is the perfect coverage we need to sneak up on them. But when it's actually something good they're supposed to be doing, they're like, ah, oh, that's an obstacle. Ooh, we're out. Yeah. Ooh. The funny thing is, is that James White, when he left the first time crossing the Atlantic, it was at the time of the year when it was most dangerous to do so, but he was like, I got to do it. I got to get out of here so I can help my my family in this in this colony. He was like, I'll push through it. And then everyone else was like, hell no, we're not doing that. Dude, we got we to gotta go back, man. And then also, I love how Raleigh, the, the asshole he is, is like, you know that King James guy? Got to get him the fuck out of this drone. And they, and they tried him for treason for that. I hope they killed him too, that little stupid fuck. <laughs> like, he. I thought it was interesting that he was tried for treason and then he still was able to have his name. Oh, you know what? That was probably why America did it. America's like, fuck, fuck you. you. We're, na- we're going na- to make him He's be. He's a uh... face. <laughs> He's yeah. the face of one yeah. of our calories. The guy who, who tried to turn on you. He's He's our guy. He was executed eventually, just so you Good, know. Dude, I would have pulled the fucking lever and did it myself. And then I would have been, I would have, oh, I would have fucked with him. I would have been kind of bent it a little bit and go, oh, oh, we got to turn around. We got to turn around. It's kind of stormy out. Nah, fuck you, dude. I'm serious. And just fucking murdered him right then and there, man. Would you like to hear what the, uh, his execution was like? Yeah, tell me. I want to hear. I want to hear everything that happens after that fucking. Why you do it? I'm gonna light me a cigarette and happiness, little piece of shit. <laughs> so, Raleigh was beheaded in the old palace yard at the Palace of Westminster on October 29th, 1618. Oh yeah, dude. Let us dispatch. He said to his executioner, "At this hour, my ague comes upon me. I would not have my enemies think I quaked from fear." After he was allowed to see the axe that would be used to behead him, he mused, quote, This is a sharp medicine, but it is a physician for all diseases and miseries. According to biographers, his words, his final words were, Strike, man, strike. And they strike He that. was like, fucking cut my head off. I'm fucking ready, bitch. I'm telling you what, I would have been the at that shit turned the fuck on, dude. But yeah, kill that white bastard. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, that well, was that was good. Fuck him. Luckily, the 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 desire to find out what happened to Roanoke and those colonists, uh, it didn't die with him. It should have, or I guess, unluckily, depending on, like I said, depending on where you where you are. Well, if it's James White, then no, I'm on. I'm I'm Team White, even though he was. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit I'm, I'm team james white even though he probably was another dirty fuck i thought it was interesting that the, uh, the best colonizer and, and white person in the story is the guy that's last He's name white, is white yeah hey man sometimes the ones you least expect to be the good ones are the good ones but I got some good news for you that you're going to really like. So light that cigarette up and get ready for this. Oh, fucking, it. It's lit, man. Oh, man. The mystery of Roanoke still held interest in the minds of some. And one last expedition to figure out just what had happened occurred in 1603, led by Bartholomew Gilbert. They had intended to land at Chesapeake Bay, but bad weather again made an appearance and forced them to land elsewhere. The landing team led by Gilbert, 
were then killed by a group of Native Americans on July 29th, and their remaining crew again turned tail to England. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck you guys. I also... I love... This time, bad weather didn't turn him around, but it still got him killed at the end of the day. Shout out, yeah. shout out to the weather, dude. The weather just told him, like, go home and never leave. You punks. They're like, all right, we finally made it. That bad weather didn't stop us here. Let's go find out what happened to... Uh- I hope they cooked those guys. <laughs> and made a good stew out of them. Well, I don't know if they did that. And uh, don't worry, because there's a lot more retribution uh, possibly to come. I ate them with fava beans. Mm. Oh, shit. And a nice fine Chianti. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Before that, though, in 1590, the Spanish had accidentally stumbled upon the colony, but nevertheless had been interested in finding it due to known plans for Raleigh to use it as a privateering base. They were disappointed by what they found, and the aforementioned Anglo-Spanish War prevented a further investigation on their part. I love how everyone's just fucking with them at this point. The Spanish are, so they can't get shit done. (laughs) Nature So when they arrived, I think that it was already, like, destroyed, I think, or, like, abandoned. So it was already abandoned by the time they got there. Or they, it's either that or they showed up and they were like, oh shit, this is not a privateering base. This is fucking washed. What if, what if they showed up and cleaned it up just to fuck with them? Like they cleaned <laughs> up and they, they put shit on there to like, <laughs> fucking right. They just take all the skeletons and all the bodies out and they're like, they'll never know what happened now. Yeah. Pieces of shit. Right Croatia or Croatian on there. They don't, they, they'll just assume. Then he'll kill those guys, and we'll just take over that. And uh, and don't worry, though, because even though uh, we had the Spanish accidentally finding them, and we had this last mounted effort with the uh, explicit intent of finding out what happened at Roanoke, the end of this Roanoke tale, this lost colony, isn't quite here, because there's still more investigations into what happened. In 1607, Jamestown was established, which was more successful than Roanoke, but certainly wasn't a shining example of colonization. When Jamestown was founded, the English made efforts to learn what happened to Roanoke through communication with the Powhatan tribe in the Roanoke area. In these exchanges, John Smith learned from Chief Powhatan that he had personally conducted the killing of the Roanoke colonists just before the arrival of the Jamestown settlers. His alleged reason for doing so was that the Roanoke colonists were living with the Chesapians, who were related to the Pamlico tribe in Carolina, who refused to merge with the Powhatans. This information made its way to England, and by 1609, the Crown was fully convinced that Chief Powhatan was responsible for the killing. So, so they alleged that he killed them just a little bit before uh, Jamestown started? Yeah, pretty much. Because they didn't want to, because they were part of a tribe that didn't want to merge with them. I love that. I don't believe it, but I like it. There's more to this. There's more accounts though. So that was that was an account from uh, I don't remember who it was actually from, but it was involving John Smith, and it was kind of attributed to John Smith's account. But there's another account of what may have happened, and that comes from William Strakey, the secretary of the Jonestown Colony from 1610 to 1611. He had an account of Chief Powhatan's involvement in the disappearance of Roanoke as well. According to Strakey, the Roanoke colonists had been living peacefully with a group of natives beyond Powhatan's domain for more than two decades when they were finally massacred. Powhatan orchestrated the slaughter because of prophecies from his priests that he would be overthrown by people living in that area. He even had several English-made iron pieces that seemed to solidify his claim. So they're saying that no, without a doubt, they're like, Pohada killed them, but for different reasons. Yeah. So this this one's like, they were probably going to overthrow. And I agree, they probably were going to overthrow. By the way, yeah, I was going to say, those uh, priests were right, because look at what happened. Yeah. It was just a little bit not what he expected. Yeah, like, I, I, could, I guarantee they were probably buying their time, like, hey, let's live peaceful with these guys. But, like, the old, the, the old kind of fucks that were there, some of them, 90 men probably survived, because, you know, 
they had better tech or not technology, but better ways to like make life last longer than we did back then. So they were like, well, not we, but crackers. I mean, uh, uh, white colonizers. So they were probably like, yeah, yeah, we're going to kill these guys because they're probably going to overthrow us. You got overthrown anyway. So, I mean, hey, all fair in love and war and colonization. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I wish it was. Yeah, me too. So Usually the other side isn't winning more. This information comes from two sources, John Smith and William Strachey. And up until this point, relations between colonizers and the Native Americans hadn't been great, as is evidenced by events earlier in the story. But it nevertheless became the story of what had happened to the lost colony of Roanoke. And maybe you could leave it at that, but there's no archaeological evidence backing this, and no bodies were ever found. Some believe that the massacre Powhatan allegedly described was of the 15 people left behind to hold Raleigh's claim to Roanoke. Oh, so they believe he just killed the 15 people. So, some people do believe that. Okay, they don't believe he killed like the whole group. But also consider the fact that these are white people. Yes, they lie. Telling the story. They are liars. And they might just be lying and or making up stories that only just to vindicate and give them given out for why they failed at colonization. I can I can see both sides. I believe that they are telling a lie that he actually only killed those fifteen. For some reason, I just feel like the the ninety or like the hundred or so people just I don't think they were murdered like that because they still had weapons. I feel like. Uh yeah, they. I'm sure they did. And that can only go. Like, I get weapons can only go that so far, but when you have that many, like. You can hold shit down. Yeah, but like I said, so take so take this, these accounts with a grain of salt. Some of it may be true. Some of it may not be true. It might all be true. It might all be totally false. And like I, so like I said, while this may or may not be true, it is definitely possible that the Roanoke colonists did integrate with the Chesapians or even the Chowanoke. The Zuniga map drawn in 1607 by Jamestown settler Francis Nelson also gives credit to this claim. This map says that, quote, four men clothed that came from Runok, end quote, were living in an Iroquois site. Strachey wrote of two native settlements that reportedly had two-story houses with stone walls, which they had supposedly learned how to build from Roanoke settlers. I like, I like that. That's the Disney version. Like, everybody got along, they built a house, and everything was a-okay. Well, good. I'm glad you like that because there is more evidence to support this. That's good. I like that. I like that they just, the leftover group realized that maybe we were just being animals animals and dickheads for no reason. Let's be nicer to these people. Yeah, they probably just like fucking took out Nathan Lane and all those other people and were like, we're not like them. Okay. We want to survive. Yeah, I would have definitely been like, look, those guys suck. We're not like them. Not not all white people are the same. Well, like I said, there's more evidence to support this. So would you would you like to hear the reinforcement to this this claim? Because it is the happy it is the happier claim, ideally. Yeah, let's hear how the how the whites and the good people got along. There were other sightings of European captives at various Native American settlements during the same time period. Strachey wrote in 1612 of seeing a small group at a settlement that had reportedly been captured after escaping the Powhatan attack and fleeing up the river. In 1709, John Lawson wrote a new voyage to Carolina, which included an account from Croatans who had allegedly lived on Roanoke Island who claimed to have white ancestors. That's dope, sort of, yeah. So this kind of mixes both of them. So it says maybe they did attack Powhatan did attack, and some people got away, um, or maybe that they just kind of integrated naturally, or more naturally than that. What I think actually happened is they ran out of shit. Like, they ran out of guns, they ran out of food, they ran out of everything. And then they yeah, because like, they don't know how to farm or anything here. Yeah, It's all different shit, and I think that probably the, the climate is much different, and it's much harder to deal with. It's much harsher at times. Exactly, and then plus, like, 
the Native Americans were pissed off at him, so they weren't working with them. So then they were like, look, we just got to fucking be, be adults here after they killed off all the shitty guys. They probably were like, Native Americans probably like, look, man, we'll let you come in if you kill some of these guys. Like, some of these guys suck, and you know they do. And they're like, all right, we'll kill, we'll kill Steve over there. He deserves it. And then after that, they just fucking kind of went together. They're the original I have a dream. Yeah, and the idea of integration is only further supported by reported accounts from European colonists throughout the 17th and 18th centuries with gray-eyed Native Americans who claim to also be descendants of colonists. One record from the French reports meeting Tuscaroras with blonde hair and blue eyes. Jamestown was the nearest settlement and they had no recorded encounters with this group. Yeah, but you know how, you know, those guys are sometimes. They're known to fuck uh, someone and then not talk about it. So allegedly we're seeing uh, Native Americans who have at times gray eyes but another report says that there is native americans with blonde hair and blue eyes which is only european and then this same group that has these these apparently blonde hair blue eyed these blonde hair blue eyed people are not even connected at all to jamestown allegedly but you never know that could just be a one-off thing where some jamestown people were doing some bad shit that's what i'm saying but i can i can see this is what i would prefer happen everyone just integrated and called it a day. But you never know, man. You know how, you know shit can go left. Shit did end up going left anyway, so it was all for naught. There is still more evidence to support this idea of integration. Fred Willard and Philip McMullen believe that colonists and Croatans together relocated to villages in an area known as the Beachland, and archaeological remains of settlements have been discovered in the area, including coffins with Christian markings on them. Only adding to these ideas, in the late 1880s, North Carolina state legislator Hamilton McMillan discovered that his Native American neighbors claimed to be descendants from Roanoke settlers. They had words in their language which were very similar to obsolete words in the English language, and many of their family names were identical to those in Hocklight's account of the Roanoke colony. In fact, a number of tribes claim at least partial descent from Roanoke colonists. This is what I would assume would happen. I I feel like the coffins with the Christian markings give it away too. That certainly uh, very could be very telling. Could be seen as some huge evidence. Yeah, because if you know it's if you know one thing about white folks, they love them some Jesus. Yeah, so this says that they actually together. They they formed a tribe together, and they in unison moved to a new location where they live which makes sense why they would write the cro and the croatan and maybe they moved to croatoan island at, at some point which is why they wrote croatoan on that tree and then within that 12 years they kind of just left again because they probably realized after year one that these guys aren't coming back and there's such a huge amount of time that no one ever checked cro that that croatoan island it's very possible that they did go there initially and then yeah moved on at a certain point yeah, because I, I would picture them leaving Roanoke probably year two. Because I feel like there were people who were disagreeing with us leaving in year one. And then the stall outs started to be like, you know, they kind of were like, well, shit, like they're maybe they're probably not coming back. And then by year two, later in year two, they probably just got the fuck out of there. Or after they talked to the Croatians, they were like, your guys aren't coming back, you know. And they suck. We don't want them to come back. And if they do come back, we're going to kill them. <laughs> so let's just be cool and dip out together. You guys can come with us. We got food. We got, you know, cool shit. You know, just come with us. Instead of, you're going to wait for, you know, Honky McGee to come back? It's been two years now. He's not coming back. And like I said, if he does come back, we're going to murder them. Or we're going to get murdered. Ah, uh, you know how storms are. <laughs> and plus, they probably came and they stormed and then they just turned around. You know how your people are. You guys, they don't like rain. So why don't you come with us? It's already too late. You've already been seen fraternizing with us. They're going to disown it's, you. Exactly. Because, you know, they don't like you guys being with us. 
So they're probably going to already be, they're probably going to come and kill you guys if we're going to keep it 100 here, you know? So stop being, stop being a savage, bitch. At this point, it definitely seems like integration is the most likely explanation for what happened. They were in, they integrated as to save the colonists integrated with the local tribes to kind of make sure they didn't die out. But there are other theories, of course. Um, the Spanish may have simply destroyed the colony. But a far more intriguing theory is that of the Dare Stones. From 1937 to 1941, a series of inscribed stones were discovered that were claimed to have been written by James White's daughter. The inscriptions included details of the travels and deaths of the colonists. And while historians believe these to be largely fake, the first one is notably different and could potentially be genuine. These stones stated that the colonists had been killed by Native Americans. So the first, the first stone said the Native Americans killed them. Yeah. And then the rest were just kind of bullshit. I can see, okay, I can also, I would add in my story that I could see, because it was 90 dudes, I could see them killing some of them 90 dudes. I don't see them doing killing, like, the women and children. But, like, those 90 guys, they definitely got some of them. Because you can't tell me all 90 would have been willing to leave. You know? So, I also, I will throw in there, too. I can see, like, a war started. And the Croatoans start to win because, like, they had no backup on the other side. And then that's when they probably just was like, well, let's just sign a treaty and get the fuck out of here together. Yeah, that's possible. Because, yeah, there's no way all 90 of those those white gentlemen lived and didn't fucking try to take over later on. It's in a white man's... Well, not it's not in the... It's not in all white men's blood, but back then, it was in a significant amount of their bloods to take over. A 1993 hurricane and subsequent research of an area 50 miles from Roanoke uncovered gun flints, two copper farthings, and possibly a 10-carat 16th century signet ring that included a lion crest on it. This lion crest was traced to the Kendall coat of arms and was connected to a Kendall who was recorded as having lived in the Roanoke colony. If it's real, then it would be the first material connection between Roanoke colonists and Native Americans on Hatteras Island. However, the ring wasn't tested immediately, and when it was later tested, it was found to be brass. And overall, it's kind of up in the air as to if the ring is legitimate. What if someone switched it? Like, he's just like, this is a fucking dope-ass ring. I'm keeping this bitch. I'm making a copy. Here's a bronze one. They'll never know the difference. Or brass one. They'll never know the difference. Yeah. But yeah, okay. I can also see that being fake. I don't know. There's a lot going on in this story. The location of Roanoke has made it difficult to find any archaeological evidence due to shoreline erosion. This would suggest the possibility that the colony is now underwater, as well as any artifacts or evidence that may remain. So they're the lost city of Roanoke, and they're now the new Atlantis? Possibly. That'd be cool. Why didn't... I mean... Did we establish a new Roanoke? I mean, Roanoke is a city today. Okay. So... We should have called it New Roanoke, like New York. Oh, yeah. That'd be good. That would have been cool. That would have been dope. It's uh, it's a city in the Blue Ridge Mountain of Southwest Virginia. As I would want it to be in the same spot, but yeah, that's dope, man. I can see that would be cool. Well, not cool, but I can see that happening too. Also, via the rain and shit, since storms were heavy for some reason back then, they could have just washed all that shit away. Especially any DNA evidence that a murder murders did happen. You know, I don't see why they would write the. The butcher, the Croatian on the on the fucking trees. Then, if that was the case, yeah, that's very well. It's possible that they abandoned their colony, and any evidence um, that may have told them actually what happened later on may have told like historians what happened, then got washed away. Yeah, or uh, like, cause I feel like if they would have killed them, they would have just put Croatians killed us. Oh yeah, maybe. Like, they would have just... It's very vague. the reason. Yeah, it, like, just leaving that leaves it vague. I feel like that was just them saying, 
come there. That's what we are. Yeah, it's. I, I don't. I definitely feel like they, at the time, it seems like if they were able to carve Croatoan, they should have been able to write something more detailed. That said, like a little bit more than just one word and then three letters. Yeah, but I feel like they probably either uh, felt like that was just like I'm giving you a destination. Come there. I mean, there was no Maltese cross to say that would that, that they would had say agreed we on got writing. Murdered, yeah. Because they would have put it on a tree if they got killed. Just to wrap this up, ultimately, it's not hard to believe that the colony was abandoned and that the settlers integrated with surrounding tribes. In the early days of what would become America, it wasn't uncommon for struggles to force the abandonment of settlements and colonies. Furthermore, research has shown that the settlers of Roanoke were a part of the worst growing season in 800 years a drought that would last for three years. This could also suggest that they were killed by Native Americans who were scavenging for food as a result of their struggles with the drought. Overall, even if the Roanoke colonists integrated with surrounding tribes, it's still possible that Powhatan's alleged account is still true. Uh, I can see Powhatan killing some of them, but not all. Yeah, well, I guess we'll never know. It seemed The fact that we uh, there were alleged ac- accounts of of people that would seem to suggest the the integration of tribes in terms of people that were Native Americans with blonde hair and blue eyes or Native Americans with gray eyes, it would suggest that it's definitely possible that people survived, whether it was a killing or a drought or, you know, whatever the heck, people actually did end up surviving from Roanoke by moving away from Roanoke and integrating with these local tribes. Yeah, and like you said, people were really used to just picking up shit and leaving back then i mean jamestown is considered like the first colony but that didn't even if i remember correctly that didn't that only lasted for so long and that that could probably lead be its own ex, uh, episode of conspiracy club because they did some crazy stuff there like dig up bodies and eat them and shit mm, i like that i believe that they abandoned jamestown at a certain point or at least abandoned it temporarily yeah um so it's it, it's like it's not unbelievable that the people just left because it was hard to live there. Yeah, and people used to always get people pregnant and leave. That was a move. And go start up a new place. Yeah, so it, it is It is possible that, yeah, you're right, that it could be integration or it could just be Jamestown or other settlers doing some bad shit that leads to the creation of uh, Native American European yeah. descent people. Exactly. So it's interesting, though. It is a, it's, it's a concept. It's a thing that... Unfortunately, we'll probably never find out until we build, like, till the actual chronovisor drops. I'm waiting for it. I'm me too. I'm getting that son of a bitch the first day. First so, thing I'm looking at is it is, is Roanoke what happened? Yeah, the final days of Roanoke. Yeah, like show me the final days. All right, so that that's that's it for the this Roanoke, the Lost Colony episode. What are we gonna talk about next week? Um, next week. I think we are going to go with the Men in Black or the the SOS or the SS Orang Midan. But we're probably Are you actually going to commit to one of those two this time instead of lying? Holy shit. Wow. <laughs> no, I pr- I'm going to I'm I'm not going to make a promise, but I'm going to make a promise. That we are going to do one of those two. Probably the Men in Black, though. All right. And also, I want to say that I absolutely butchered a lot of these Native American pronunciations. Well, you're white. (laughs) Yeah. And so I I apologize to anybody that I may have, I guess, offended or, or even just I apologize for not getting them totally right. Names are hard. Words are hard. They are. They are. The normal English words I write on this page are hard. Exactly. If you could only hear the bloopers. <laughs> How but, many yeah. times we read a line like seven times that is just because we either can't read it or because we can't write it. Yeah, exactly. But uh yeah, no, apologies are needed. Yeah. Also, if I if I, you know, I was going to apologize to white people, but I I just can't bring myself to do it. Hey, listen, a lot of these white people back in the colonizer days are rough. And even it feels weird to be like shame them for colonizing because like that's why we're here today. Yep. 
but it's like they were also killing a lot of people so you can't really let them off the hook for that yeah they were dicks about it you know yeah they weren't like this land is made for you and me they're like this land is made for me get the hell out of here now bitch but anyway so men in black potentially next week and in the meantime, you can join the club by following us on Instagram and Twitter at Tom and Amir, as well as by liking our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash conspiracy club. We like to post relevant information to the episode, uh, links to the episode, photos from the episode, uh, as well as just general weird stuff that's happening in the world, whether that be true crime or just like alien shit, you know, whatever. So go give us a follow or a like there. And also... Uh, it really helps the show out if you rate and review us on whatever platform you listen to. And Amir, do you want to give us some closing lines, some closing thoughts? Roanoke is fooked. <laughs> <laughs>